0: This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains
1: FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. It's all about disability rights and support. On Listen Our Voices Count, with host Roger Marsden, next on Community Access Radio, Plains FM.
0: Hello, this is our voices count on Protoce Correctional of Plain DP 96.9 with your host Roger Martin. Here with me is three guests Loudmear, executive member of Hapa Foundation, and Collins of the Hapa Foundation. And my last guest I met them two years ago my last guest. The other guest is Rachel Collins, Rachel Marzalins, Christy Inclusive Coordinator. I met, met her 19 years ago. She was a volunteer winner at CCS. I was a volunteer. You were a volunteer. <laughs> there <That> was Rachel. <laughs> hi, Rachel and now Hi, hi. And hi Tim- mm. Hello. I've seen Rachel work very hard for all people with disabilities over ninety years I've known here. I met Loud and Tim. I had I I found out Loud. I heard his and I've seen him in the cult. You <laughs> were cat and meet meet Tim two years ago to his, at an interview here. What is a hubby card, if just
2: didn't know? Well, the hubby card, so the by Access card. I'll let Rachel onto that, because I like hearing her talk.
3: Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the Hubby Access card is a little, I guess kind of an identification card in a way, um, but it's a card that people with disabilities can get to help businesses provide a better service to people with disabilities. So, on the card, there are nine different, um, give me the word Latin. Icon, icons. Ca- yeah, icons, which are the different categories um, that people may have disabilities. So, um, on my card, I have got the fact that I'm using a wheelchair. I've got the fact that I need, often need someone to help me, plus one. And, oh, I don't know. Oh, the other one is that I can't walk very far. Try not at all. <laughs> so <laughs> it says, it lets people know that I may need help in that regard at times as well. But the really good thing about this ca- this card, Roger, is, um, well, as you know, the City Council used to have the Kiwi able Leisure card. And lots of people used to ring me up and say, Rachel, I'd really like a card because I need to go for me. But my husband works. And because they had a partner that was working, they didn't qualify for the able card. But there's actually no income test for the by Access card. So it means that anybody with a disability can apply And I would hazard a guess that 99.9% of people uh, would be accepted onto the scheme. Is that
1: right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, we're as open as we can be to uh, people applying. Uh, And as Rachel said, it it opens it up because the Hapai access card first and foremost is about accessibility. Yes. It's not uh, a discount card per se. Um, but, but it does have some discounts. But we do try and organise discounts when we're negotiating about accessibility.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: I've got both cards. Mean...
3: <laughs> oh, you don't need the Kiwi able
0: card now, <laughs> You can throw that one away, mm. Roger. It works for now. <laughs> what has happened in the last two years since
4: we met here yeah. to the hot bike. Tim what what hasn't happened would probably be a shorter list (laughs) clearly global pandemics are uh, an interesting challenge to overcome when you are a new charity on the scene trying to work out what you could do and who's who so i think yeah when we last met we were still still looking at the yeah we had a a, we were looking at a similar card scheme from the uk and and we had some other projects that we were looking at um and really we, we ended up I guess, in many ways, stumbling across this this card called the access card from the UK. and, and further heard research. Research, sorry, <laughs> sorry yes. <laughs> Strategically researched. Um, and through that, um, Loudon initially made contact with Martin Austin, the, the gentleman in the UK, or Martin Austin, MBE, who, MBE, yes. who uh, founded this scheme in the UK. And then, yeah, everything went into a bit of a hiatus this time last year with the, um, the sort of the big lockdown. And fingers crossed that's, you know, not coming our way today or in the next couple of days. Um Fingers crossed, yeah. And but um, yeah, when we came out of lockdown, it, you know, I guess we'd really just focused all our attention on on the idea of this card because it. I think when we spoke to you last time, we we said you know although we're a charity, we we are trying to operate in a manner that means we are we have a long term financial stability, which is the challenge that affects every charity. Is where's the money coming from next week? Um. So yeah, the card really just focused our attention and and for the last well yeah year it's it's 18 months it's just been how do we how do we launch it what does it need to look like you know um we were looking at different ways of financing the card do we look for corporate sponsorship do we get funding do we um you know ask people to buy the card and and so yeah there's been lots of planning and scheming but yeah pretty we were pretty happy to launch it um late last year when we did yeah yeah, I'm remember <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> unforgettable in many ways. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I wear it. Yeah. How's the counselling going? Have you is it working to <laughs> help you r- remove those memories? <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, right, so what
0: is the link between the to City Council and the pipe Foundation?
3: Okay, so the link, or I guess the thing that brought us together, was the Kiwi Able card, and that council had a card. But we were kind of thinking about what we could do differently with the card. And then these two gentlemen turned up at my desk and said, now we're thinking about this card called the access card, would council come in behind it? So I looked at what the card does and decided that that was actually a better way to go than what we had in the Kiwi Able cards. Because with the Kiwi Able card, so many people didn't qualify. So we saw this as a way for council to jump on board, support these guys a little bit, and, um, and get more people doing some more stuff in the community, talking to businesses, and businesses providing better service for disabled people, which, after all, is what we're all after, really.
4: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: yep.
0: Right, uh, our music bag put today is jump i been hailing. you are listening to this is a voice count on Chris's station playing GP 96.9 with the host Roger Well, welcome back Rachel, Loudon and Tim. Loudon and Tim, how many people have their podcast
2: at the moment? So we have only been going since really December, so December, January with our Christmas break. So we're just about touching 200 now. Uh, and we are uh, every every day we, we are engaged um, with conversations, helping people uh, through the process. Because unlike the Kiwi able card, there is a more involved process to getting it, um, which requires the assessment of the barriers uh, that someone faces. Whereas with the Kiwi able card, it was a you got the card. It wasn't about accessibility, it was about uh, the strategy to get people out because they could um, do so cheaper. But the card, uh, access card, is more about getting people out and about because they can trust the businesses that they go to, that they'll receive good customer care. Um, and that requires that we do uh, assessments of people to check what barriers they face. So, someone, for example, may uh, suffer from MS, but that doesn't necessarily mean they have any barriers. Some people with MS function very well. Other people with MS have are in wheelchairs and have all sorts of issues. So the, the disease doesn't necessarily define the barriers. The barriers are defined by the person's life experience, and so that requires um, an assessment, a relatively simple assessment. Yeah. Um, but it does require that to give confidence also to the businesses that there is a process that there is gone through. Um, that is independent and uh we can um guarantee that uh, it's a valid uh process and that a person turning up with the card actually uh is disabled and has those barriers. Rachel, how many car holders on the Kiwi Able card?
3: Okay, so when I finish up um with the with the Kiwi April card, uh we had close on five thousand two hundred members.
2: So these two, I'm Yes. Oh, far more than that. We see because the card is actually nationwide. So in the UK, it's international as well. So nationwide, oh, it's uh, internationally. It's thirty thousand. Um, and uh, in there are ninety two thousand five hundred disabled uh, people in uh, Canterbury. Um, so that is within Canterbury uh, the sort of addressable market. Uh, and of course, if you go further afield, uh, which we are. Uh, nationwide, you're talking in, in the hundreds of thousands. So wow. we we've, we expect in maybe three to five years' time the card will be probably servicing quarter a million people. W- Worldwide? No, in, 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 New, in, in New
0: Zealand. In New Zealand. In New Zealand. New Zealand. <gasps> well, one in four, isn't it? Yep. Mm. Loudon and, and Tim, is a Hapai card nationwide? Does it cover <laughs> Australia as well as people's orders? Really? We
4: are part of the
0: Commonwealth.
4: So, uh, not currently uh, Australia. So, the the card was, I guess, invented, designed, introduced initially into the UK. Um, What was really interesting was when, when, uh, you know, Loudon initially reached out to Martin, he'd also, at a very similar time, had interest from Spain and Germany and the US. Um, So, the intent is to create a a card scheme that would be globally applicable and obviously in a post covid world um the idea would be that you know you can travel anywhere within the countries that have the card scheme and be able to present the card and the barriers are universal the, the process behind it is universal so that yeah anyone with a disability can have the best experience they can and you know do as much as they can as as anyone else um, no immediate plans uh, with Australia, as th- that we know of. Um, but if we can do a really good job of it in New Zealand, it would be an interesting
3: they might, yeah, look thing to sort of
4: see how we could help help Australia. You know.
3: <laughs> I mean, I know they already have kind of their own one, which again is slightly different, called the Companion Card. Mm. That started in Melbourne, and that's been around for years. Mm. Um, But we're really, really excited to finally have a card in Christchurch that is plus one Mm. that anybody can apply for that's not income tested. Mm.
0: Why has not the Hubby Foundation made any contact with Kiwi-able cardholders? Oh, no.
2: Well, see so I think that, that sounds like allegedly. Yeah. So allegedly. I'll let the council deal with that.
3: So, Roger, everybody that was on the Kiwi able card that we had, um, that we had up to date, up uh, to date addresses for, and contact details, everybody either got a letter through the mail or an email. So it's really up to people whether they check their email once a week or once a month or whatever the case may be or um, whether they had moved from the address that we had sent the letter to because I did probably guess out of those 5,200, I think about 3,000 had emails. So i say maybe we sent out Two thousand letters, and then of those, I've probably got a good ten percent, maybe two to three hundred that came back is got no address. Mm. So you know, I mark out records that that person doesn't live there anymore. But there's no other way that we can contact them about us. So have you got some names of people that didn't get a letter, Roger? No. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Good. Well, that hope... no, that's a
4: good question. I mean, if you if you go to the Harpie uh, Foundation website, we do we we have got pretty clear instructions about what what's going to happen if you mm. did have a Kiwi able card, how you can get the Harpie access card kind of straight away
2: and. Yeah, there's all, all the, the the things that you need to know would be there. And I think the way we're also communicating, well, one, of course, we got prime time on uh, uh, TV NZ, so that was pretty good on a Sunday evening. So anybody watching there would have uh, heard about the card. But we are we have fifteen registered NGOs, and those registered NGOs represent um, some of the main ones working within Christchurch. So they they some of them have six thousand clients, some have five thousand clients, some have a few hundred. So many of their clients are Kiwi able card holders. Um, but also pointing out that the, the, the card is aimed at the 92,500, not the 5,000 that have the Kiwi Able card. So it's a much. So even if we communicate brilliantly with all the 5,000, there's still uh, 87,250. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to communicate to? Thanks, yeah. well, And You're one of them, aren't you? You're one of them who yeah. would You couldn't have a Kiwi Able card. Yeah, exactly.
3: I mean, yeah, exactly. So I didn't qualify for a Kiwi Able card because. I sent them out and and worked for council. So, but now I do qualify for the card, and um, and it's great. I've used it a couple of places now, and already saved about two hundred and fifty dollars. I think. Wow. Um, so there is a cost with the card. It's thirty dollars for three years, but that is payable a number of different ways.
2: Laden. And we're also, yeah, we, we just um, sent, uh, I've just spoken to, to MSD in Wellington and seeing uh, can we talk about getting a loan for those who uh, are on lower incomes? Um, because it, it makes the saving. Yeah. Um, then to give a loan makes sense uh, because they'll recruit the time over the three years, they yeah. can pay the loan yeah. back. And um, so we are trying to be very, very focused as the Happy Access Card that we are uh, a business and we do no free cards where other people fund free cards that we give out. So the fundraising for that is not our responsibility. It's done by the Hapai Foundation itself or by other organizations. Our uh, council have generously given money to allow um so for some free cards.
3: about yeah, about three hundred
1: free. free cards Card, isn't yeah. it? so
2: so that means that the those who really, really can't afford the three hundred uh, the thirty dollars can do it. Um, but we're looking to um, other um, like wins, ACC, uh, for um, other charities to uh, pay for these cards because they are actually uh, the discount element means that people live more cheaply. Um, so it's a good return.
0: Yeah. The Hapai Foundation miles away from Kiwi. Some people just reach out to me.
2: They have reservations. What's wrong with it? So um, I suppose I can't answer that because I'm a bit, I'm a bit parochial about the uh, the card. Um, so the the only thing that I can possibly think about is that uh, we have not currently got every single one of the existing KiwiAble businesses on board, but for one very good reason: we we require that any business registering with the HAPI Access Card has gone through the nine barriers and stated their responses to those nine barriers in either reducing or eliminating them. And that takes time. So some of those businesses just haven't completed that process because health and safety, there's all sorts of things because these are quite different cards. They're not, you're not comparing like with like, but also some businesses are sh- struggling with the idea that we will not accept a business registering with a happy access card that does not give a free concession ticket to a essential companion and the reason we say that is we believe that is the law the law requires a reasonable accommodation from a business for anybody who has a disability if you have a um, uh, a, a, an empty cinema um, then how can you possibly charge uh, for a essential companion coming in to assist that person to have the same experience, somewhere near the same experience as an able-bodied person was. So we're not doing it um, from a charitable point of view. We're doing it from the point of view of this is what we believe the law says is is required of a business. So
0: you are saying it's disability, not a You are saying it's disability, not up. we have got a mercy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he's not saying that. No, at well, all. I'm asking you,
4: Rachel, not you? Okay. No, <laughs> you're not saying me. But... No, the, the whole the whole ethos behind the card scheme is like many of the businesses that we go and talk to and we say, "Hey, you know, look, we are this card scheme, we'd be really interested in you having a look at it." They look at the nine barriers and they make, most of them go, "I had no idea that we had that barrier in place here." And I think that's that's the whole ethos behind the card is to make life as easy as possible for anyone, regardless of their ability or disability. Mm -hmm. However, people are choosing to frame whether they, because it can be contentious, some people we know, don't like the word disability some people say no i like the word disability it's a very it's a minefield to to step through the 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 wider sector or ngo sector but the whole ethos behind the card is making life as easy as possible so that everyone has the opportunity to live a you know as, as an inclusive and um be a bigger part of their community as they can choose to be that's what the card's all about
3: yeah and roger i think the whole plus one the The ethos around business is accepting that there are some people who, in order to use your business, need to have somebody with them. And that disabled person shouldn't have to pay for that other person to come along. So, for example, if I decide that I want to go to Hamna for the weekend, I need someone to come with me that can help me get changed and into bed. But if the hotel in him says, well, you know, no, we can't give you a person free, maybe a hotel's not a good example, but... <laughs>
2: the pools, the thermal yeah, pools.
3: If, if, a, if the thermal pools say, well, no, you need to pay for that person to come in, then that means that I can't actually use their premises. So what... By trying to do is get businesses to realise that for some people with disabilities to participate in their community, they need some extra support that they shouldn't have to pay for. Yep. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Just, my yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 I think just a little example is that um, if you were standing in a queue, and you had a canine assistant at a cinema, and you had another queue which had a uh, a disabled person with a human assistant. The person with the dog, the disabled person with the dog, could go in with their with their dog. And, and the dog doesn't have to pay. The dog doesn't have to pay, but this the human assistant has to pay, and both require the assistance of another person. So how how can that be how can that be right? How can and so cinemas? Um, some cinemas are on board. You get it. Some people don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. That you could not. It's it's illegal not to allow the dog to enter. It's actually written in the law it, under yeah. the Dogs Act. Um, so, but the equivalent human cannot do that. If they went on all fours and acted like a dog, perhaps <laughs> yeah. they get in. But I'll, I, I'll try that with my support. next yeah. time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you want to do that with
0: <laughs> me,
2: Put a big dog ears and a big red nose on it. No, no, it's not a human being. He's called Rover. Definitely a dog.
0: Rover, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Last question to you all: What do you like all like doing in your spare time when you're not working? well, I must say I'm quite partial to shopping.
3: <laughs> I would like to call it uh, supporting local, really. Oh, okay. But <laughs> also, I'm in um, at the moment. I'm in reading a really good series, of which the book number six comes out tomorrow. Oh, not that I'm vaguely excited. <laughs> uh, called Orphan X. I don't know if anyone's heard of Orphan I've heard X, of it. but. Yeah. It's a great, great uh-huh. series. So,
2: And you're a theatre person.
3: You, yeah, you can always find me with my nose in a book or at the theatre or at the movies or anywhere anywhere there's people, you'll find me not far away.
0: Okay. I've known you for 19 years. I'm trying not to right. Nothing <laughs> changes, doesn't it? Okay.
2: What about you? Do you pay me self? Uh, yeah, we also have a seven-month um, chocolate lab, which keeps us pretty busy. There um, you go, you got your support dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's actually been training to be a therapy dog. So um, she's going to earn the money, the big bucks.
4: Tim? Uh, yeah, for me, I'm just trying to get back into cycling. I quite like riding my bike. So I've been trying to get back into that the last couple of weeks. So I did quite a big ride on Saturday out to Rangiora. That was wow. on the beautiful cycle path that the councillor put in. It's amazing. Went all the way to Rangiora from Hallswell wow. and did about 5Ks of it on road. The rest of it was all on cycle paths. It's amazing.
3: How long did it take?
4: It was four hours. Oh, it was a car. 100Ks. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So wow. That's a good one.
3: Nice. Yeah. So you walked
4: there, went there, there and back? Yep, had a nice cup of tea in Rangiora and then... <laughs> cup tea. I would have back. needed more than a cup of tea. Oh, <laughs> well, I felt like I needed more than a cup of <laughs> yeah. tea, but that's all that was open at half
0: eight. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Well, last month I was talking to Aaron Cohen, the counsellor Aaron Cohen. He told me about more things. Now it's you two. I'm talking to the Minister of Disability Issues next month. Nice. Oh, okay. Thank you all for joining me, Loud, Rachel, and Tim, on Listen Our Voices Count. Thank you to my sponsors, Identity Tours, Ovis, and Duck, for having faith in me. Listen Our Voices Count can be found on Facebook, plaindepend.org.nz, or also Wellington Access Radio.